G Podcast, where we speak about science, technology, gaming, and other stuff. And I'm Giovanni, your host, and today we are actually all three hosts. So, Johanna and Nicola are here. Hey. Hello. So, finally, we are all three today, and this is kind of a... It's going to be a easy episode where we speak about stuff, mostly because it's... Uh, since we started to do this, I guess it's almost a year now. I don't even remember when we started because we had pre preview beta version of the podcast that was horrible that got totally deleted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we started oh, yeah. I think it's soon, soon, soon one year because I remember you asking asking me about this kind of this thing like sometime last winter when we were yeah. uh, uh, actually in the, in the um, zone of, of Fabian. All right. <laughs> it's already one year. As everything in Finland, the most important things happen in the sound. Yeah, of course. So <laughs> it has to. Yeah, <laughs> when you're naked, you can speak about everything. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing so to we, hide. <laughs> we started with the uh, with the previous podcast, and some of the episodes are only in my <laughs> hard drive, and they're gonna stay there. <laughs> but actually, I right. thought that we are gonna start this. And then we are going to do it They're like, oh, yeah, that making a podcast is so cool. Let's let's do it. Uh, and then at some point we would have just stopped because we are too lazy. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a casual Thursday. It's yeah, a, it's, yeah. It's a working week. We are we are tired from weeks of work. Yeah, we, we can we can have like a, a casual but talk. Yeah, but this is a special episode in in two ways because uh, Giovanni wanted it to be sort of uh, and sort of a, a what do you call it celebration for uh, over one thousand downloads, but also yeah. also you mentioned the magic number. This is the forty second. Yes. <laughs> so that's the perfect uh, perfect episode. So actually, nice. yeah, this thousand downloads. That's. We don't know how many people got to the end. <laughs> so that's a thousand people that started. Yeah, I'm surprised we have like four digit number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's actually pretty cool since we just uh, do, did that just because why not? We didn't have anything else to do, I guess. And But then I think we did pretty well with the guests. Sometimes yeah. we have to do better with that. But uh, well, that's, we say all the time, yeah. it's not easy to to get people, but I don't know, I think it's quite cool that we managed to continue, continue for so long and thousand downloads are nice. We are going to get to two episodes, so that's actually a, a year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and um, I mean, I, at least for me personally, this has been a very nice sort of learning experience in in sort of, I mean, Joe is the one who does all the produce uh, production part of the episode. So not not learning for me in that sense, but you know, learn, learning to speak about different topics and learning to sort of, um, I don't know, do speak. do podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good way to you know hang out with you guys. I really like it, and I usually listen to our podcast when I'm in the car, and uh, I hook up my, I connect my. Uh, phone to my car audio system and then when I drive back from work which take about one hour usually 
I it's usually it's the length of almost uh, one episode. So and now you know why the episode is one hour long, because that's exactly <laughs> the time that Nicola needs to go from work Ex- to home. So exactly. that's exactly the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we uh, custom tailored this for for his. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, when he is not here, then he can listen exactly to one episode. Yeah. So and, maybe this is yeah. a good sort of good episode for reflecting uh, sort of on the episodes we have done and then also on the future. Well, what do you sort of, let me ask you this from both of you. Uh, what has been most interesting to you? Not necessarily one topic, but overall, uh, it can be one topic as well, but what, what has been most interesting to you personally uh, about this podcast well, doing this nicola you can start uh, since i had uh, an episode when i was alone speaking about these things so ah, <laughs> all right but the most interesting feature part of this experience is that we can actually can connect through discord and discuss talk about what we what we do what we like what we read every day it's like you know collecting your thoughts and share it with with you guys and with whoever is listening to this and uh feels sort of you know to connect it's something that it's good feeling i like it yeah then on the technical part yeah there's a lot to you know to grow all together to to uh, get better uh as content wise and also to own i don't know uh subject uh but that's something that it's something it's a a work in progress i would say at least from my side i i'm not a very good talker and i get very anxious while talking to people especially strangers so this feels sometimes like talking to strangers but it also feels like talking to yourself <laughs> and if you get <laughs> plus it's with you guys so i feel more comfortable it's like being your comfortable zone but also stepping outside which is good i guess yeah yeah so favorite episode oh my favorite episodes well uh come on guys i i love science so all the the, the position <laughs> ALD, CWD, yeah. <laughs> we discussed. But uh, I really enjoyed the one also regarding genes. Yes, those were good ones. Uh, liquors, that was actually very nice. Uh, all the ones about gaming. So every episode, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Okay, Johanna, go for the best episode. Um. Well, it's difficult, but uh, three three episodes uh, popped into my head uh, when I tried to think which one. So I don't know which one of these three, but the the top three in no particular order is uh, the first episode that we did, uh, the three of us, because that was really fun to do. Because then I had um, I didn't have this current microphone that I have now. I had a headset microphone, and I was just lying on the sofa. And we were talking about completely random things, like if you remember, we were talking about how my the uh, sort of the user interface for for some things. I don't know if you have like lens lenses in your in your eyes or like these uh, 
screens in your eyes and you can maybe see how your body functions like see your heart rate and so on that kind of random talk that was really fun to do mostly because we just talked about interesting things then uh, another one that i enjoyed doing was was the uh, e3 episode where me joe and arturi were discussing i think it was about e3 uh, yeah anyway, whatever was announced yeah 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 so there, there was this huge uh pile of different games that were announced and then sort of are coming and we were just randomly talking about those that was nice as well um and then that actually the the last episode we did which was about uh Trigori. that was, yeah, that was I, I found that very interesting so for me i think the well i spoke already about what this podcasting was for me it's full episode you can go and listen to it if you want to hear my voice all the time so i'm not gonna go too much but the same thing beside the let's say the best episode for me like uh of course this relaxed one they are the, the best in the sense that uh you can embrace your laziness and do nothing just hey you wanna <laughs> are you free now yes let's do it yeah <laughs> look it up here i have a link let's speak about this thing so that's uh that's the easy thing and <laughs> then uh so those are nice to do, but uh, in a more like podcasting uh, way, one of the best for me was when we actually went to the distillery to interview the Helsinki Distillery Company, uh, Master Distillers, where we were in his office in there recording the podcast. And then there were all these uh, drinks over there, all the old whiskeys and all the test samples were there. And it was actually really authentic to do kind of this podcast episode about the whiskey and the gin where they actually make the thing yeah, yeah that was actually... where they age the gin, the, the gin the whiskey and that that was cool to do like that was fun nice yeah. so i really like those and i think that i would say the best for me is the the first episode we did about the gin with the uh, kuro distillery company because i have for me that was the first like guest to that it was really not someone that i knew like all the people mm-hmm. before they were our friends but he was the, the first one that was actually some random person that i just went there it's like hey do you want to come to do the podcast and it was pretty cool that we were just in a festival and just discussed to this guy that was selling gene to us and it's like hey do you want to come and he's like a cool guy like yeah of course i want to come and that was something that told me at least since I'm trying to do all these production things and find the guests and it told me like, hey, it's possible to just ask people, they are going to probably say yes, if they mm. can. Uh, it's, it's, course, uh, it's not always, but it's, it's sort of this funny thing that um, at least I used to have in my head this idea that I, I can't, you know, ask things from people because they think I'm sort of stupid or they, they, they get offended because I waste their time. But actually, if you ask almost any person, random person anywhere who is interested in what they do, if you ask, ask them about it, they will not shut up. They yeah, will, exactly. They will, <laughs> they will talk until you just tell them, please stop. Every single time we have a guest, we have to stop when we get to the hour, every single time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And Yuhuna, you already promised this uh, flight control person. We are still waiting for that. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> yes. yeah. Like, as 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 we have talked many times, 
uh, especially off air, but also on air or during recording. I am very, very, very bad in <laughs> in uh, asking people. <laughs> to but do this podcast that. is all about self improvement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do uh, the episode about self improvement where we can speak. <laughs> We have to go very near the microphone and speak like this and in our episode where we oh, improve yes. ourselves. <laughs> we can do also an ASMR yes, episode. You have to speak very near the microphone. <laughs> or, touch, or touch the microphone. Okay, please stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Okay, we spoke already enough about uh, the past. Let's go toward the future. So, about the, since we are in the topic of podcasting, uh, this is an interesting website that I found. Um, we, uh, for now, like we are using the Podbean as our hosting uh, service, and that costs, well, I don't even remember, 50 euro a year or something like that, maybe a bit more. I don't remember. I paid almost a year ago. so. So the first, there are quite many free podcast uh, services or many podcast services. They have a free version that limits the amount of episodes, the amount of time. So if we wanted to really do it, we needed something that was actually semi-serious. Otherwise, I'm 100% sure that we were just not do it at some point. What we were using before it was free, it was okay, but it was extremely annoying to actually use because mm -hmm. it's, it's not good enough. It's like, yeah, it's really bad and statistics and stuff. You want to have statistics as the best part of the podcast. That's the thousand downloads of this episode. It's, it's cool to have statistics. I mean, we have people from South Africa that listen to our episode. Like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. <so>. Oh, really? <laughs> that's interesting. Hi there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least there was one download from South Africa and now the statistics are not loading up. So. I think I, I think what's going on is that someone just wanted to watch some Netflix episode that's only available in South Africa and they forgot their um, uh, VPN on while they were downloading the episode. Yeah, yeah might have been. Yeah. This is my uh, <laughs> estimate and I challenge the person from South Africa or the person who used VPN from South Africa or, you know, VPN to have a South African IP, then I challenge you to prove me wrong. Yes. Uh, at SDG underscore podcast on Twitter, <laughs> prove uh, you have wrong. <laughs> so the point of this was that the, I found this anchor, anchor, I guess it's anchor. Anchor, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dot uh, FM is this website where you can host your podcast. So like every uh, every other. But the point is that uh, they are having a completely different business model. So everything is free. You just. Uh, register an account and then you can host as many episodes as you want. Everything is free. They, there is no plan of paying like some pro version to get more uh, stuff or better statistics, whatever. It's just free and it's tried to make everything as fast, uh, as fast and easy as possible. You can record uh, through the app, like a, as a phone call with other people on your phone, if you really want to do it like that, like everybody connects and then you record it audio quality must be horrible, but it kind of try to make it accessible to everybody. And it is really free. And the point is that at least, like I believe what they are writing, because otherwise you never believe anything. 
uh, they said that the cost of the hosting is for them 10 cents per podcast per month. So in a year, one podcast cost them one dollar. That's basically it's basically nothing. When you have a lot of podcasts there, it's quite a lot of cost. But they have this business model that they get the money out of the advertisement on the podcast. So us to, that do the podcast, we can. Uh, I don't know. I, I think we're gonna switch to this uh, at least <laughs> soon-ish because I don't want to pay again all the money <laughs> for the the other one since this is free and I, I'm really curious to try how this works. So basically you they have both uh, some direct donation of listener. I don't count on that. I don't think people want to give us money to listen to this. Like what the fuck? Uh, we don't do it for the money. Like we all have jobs and that's not the point of this. If if people start to give us money then we start to need to be more serious about the episode and that's going to be annoying because I cannot be lazy anymore. <laughs> so that's, but then you have advertisers that if certain advertisers are interested in the maybe type of content you're doing, or I don't know how big you <laughs> to be, I don't know, they take care of this. So then they take a part of the money from the advertiser, you read the ads, so it's not an ad on top of the podcast, just we speak about the ad. And that's what most of the podcasts do at this point, because it's a much better way for the audience to engage and also to... Oh, uh, so we need yeah, to you, advertise for them. Well, you advertise companies, whatever. Like if we speak about science, maybe, I don't know, Sigma Ragdrit want us to sell chemicals, whatever. Hmm. And no, don't, just, don't do it yet, don't do it yet. <laughs> so, like just just saying, <laughs> I don't think that people really buy from Sima by themselves. Oh, you said it twice now. <laughs> okay, we are gonna have some advertisements for another company later when we speak about other things. Mm. But anyway, so we speak about the ad, and then we get some profit out of that, and then the hosting service get some profit out of that, and that's the business model. So that's extremely smart considering that the cost of hosting the podcast basically nearly zero if you consider how, like, how okay. little you need to cover it. And for us, it's just, it's free for us. So that would be already enough, even if we don't get any money. But you know, if you can get some money and then, I don't know, you get 50 euro in a year, you can buy a stand for the microphone of Johanna and microphone for Nicola, whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's a fairly normal way of doing it. Um, even for okay. sort of, uh, even for more high quality, let's, let's, let's call them what they are, more high quality podcasts, more professional podcasts than ours, because I, uh, there's this guy called Dan Carlin. He has an extremely, extremely good uh, and enjoyable podcast called uh, Hardcore History. I really recommend it to anyone who's in any way interested in, if you, if you like listening to podcasts, uh, and I mean, if you're actually wasting time listening to ours, <laughs> don't do that. I'm telling you, don't do that uh, until you've uh, listened to all of the podcasts by Dan Carlin. Uh, he he makes extremely interesting and sort of entertaining uh, history podcasts. So it's it's basically he's he's telling a story in a very sort of vivid manner. It's it's very. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's like a movie, but for your ears. And he's telling of actual um, 
sort of things that happened and he's telling them from the point of view usually from the point of view of sort of normal everyday people uh when whenever that's possible so i really recommend it a- anyway my point was that even he does sometimes in in uh in the episodes he for example mentions audible or squares Squares. Hey, come on, stop, stop giving advertisement. <laughs> Sorry. He mentioned stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the same as YouTube. They do like that because the ads, you just take them away because they're fucking annoying. But then they have promotions attached to the video. That's kind of a... It's much better when you listen them to if, if they are done in the proper way. Yeah. Then they are not that annoying. It's like, hey, yeah, we, we are advertising this ourselves because help us build the podcast if you care about listening. Oh. I mean, that's, I don't really have much problem to to listen to an ad for a podcast that I, I like, or I just keep it. I mean, it's not difficult to skip it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was just, uh, but the point is that they are not, there are not very many hosting that work on that business model. All the other, they make you pay for the hosting. And if the cost is really a dollar per year or around that, if you pay 50, 100 euro a year, like what the fuck? You know, you got statistics yeah, and stuff, but yeah. That was just as, a... As if you're like paying for getting stats out of your content. Yeah, basically. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I, I, like the, I like the business model of the latest. The, the uh, yeah. yeah, I like that. So we're going to uh, try this hosting at some point i'm really curious okay just you know, you know let, where... let us let us know when you uh change there so we we know <laughs> when you're actually advertising and when you're not just sort of enthusiastically talking about some completely random company ah, that's that's the whole point of this i'm not <laughs> gonna tell you so it's gonna be subtle that if you don't understand mm. <laughs> like, oh yeah. really you like this? oh yeah man it's so cool <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know where is it based I uh, serve from the US. US, okay, cool. Of course, these things. Anyway, so let, do we have some news to speak about? Because I was reading, checking before this Samsung Galaxy Fold that they announced. It's not an advertisement uh, segment. It's just uh, it's pretty cool. The first real phone that folds, and you can actually buy it commercially. Yeah. It's fucking expensive. I actually haven't. Let me let me check this quickly. You can so talk it's two thousand dollars, so two thousand euro. And they actually sell it in a month or two, something like that. It's like a really, you can buy it soon. Can you yeah. already pre-order? I don't know. Uh, they say that you can buy it April, March. I don't even remember. Uh, point is that it you can really see that it's a first generation. It's you can see Samsung because it's really well done, but then it's first generation because when it's you open really it, thick. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it has to be thick, kind of, yeah. of course, like it's two phones in one kind of. I personally hope that uh, sort of there are enough, uh, what I call slightly over enthusiast people, but I mean, I, I hope there are enough enthusiasts who will actually buy this and complain about it and and you know write about it and tell about it and so on so sort of so that the technology becomes better oh that is so gonna happen this is just they sell it 
because they want to be the first they come on they mm -hmm. know that this is not what they really want to do with the screen on the front like the basic screen when it's closed the old phone is i don't know maybe i don't know how big is it maybe 10 centimeters i don't know a bit more maybe and the screen is like half of it it's really small on the front it should be like 4.6 inch closed if i'm not mistaken yes. yeah but if 4. you 6 fold it screen. but like ah, when yeah. You, yeah when you open it it's 7.6 so the size of it's half of 7.6 so it's it's like a size of a normal phone but the screen of 4.6 in a normal 16 yeah, screen small. phone yeah. is really small <laughs> But I think I think they they made this design not to make it use that screen as your primary one, just to have like a preview screen, like an easy access screen, and then when you fully operate the phone, you need to hold it to yeah, use the yeah. the the main one, the big one, the seven point three inches. But hundred percent, what they want to do is to have the closed screen, the all phone. And then you open it, and it's the old phone again. Yeah, I think I think this is a new product, in my opinion, in, in the market. Like you know, iPhone when it came out, when it came out, so people were like reluctant, say, "Hey, what is this? We, 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 I don't get it. I don't, know, I don't know why I should have such foldable screen." So maybe we will see how this will be. If this has an impact on consumers and uh, on electronics as well, I don't know. Maybe this can be interesting, you know, for like professional phones, like no, professional. No, no. It's not professional phone. It's like <laughs> three, four years. When... No, I mean professional phones. I mean like productivity-wise, not like. Uh... Yeah, but you know the real use of this. You have your phone, and when you go to the toilet, you can see video bigger. That's, that's <laughs> well, why the phone that's, tells. <laughs> that's that's actually very. That's the best application <laughs> if you ask me. But I mean, you know, I have a I have a tablet at home, and I just use it when I'm in the toilet. That's what else do you use it for? <laughs> I know. I, uh, I if I can imagine like uh, having a presentation. You can I'll, open your phone and show some products, and yeah, or touch a keyboard and use it a little bit. But that is, I so sorry. I'm I'm sort of I'm personally I'm interested in in this kind of technology as a, as a overall. I would like it to continue growing, but I have two concerns uh, regarding uh, special specifically this one, which is I wonder how durable the screen is on the on the. Uh, weak point which is the basically the joint or, or the what do you call it the seam yeah where it's bended because i mean if you if you do that for one year one let's say 10 times a day one year that's 3600 times that you're bending i mean probably as uh nicolai you're always very interested in in these uh what do you call them processes and and risk management and so on so probably they have done this kind of uh, quality assurance or whatever you. Yeah, the lifetime expectancy. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a good uh, good good question. Good point. I'm, I'm overall sort of interested in in what because obviously something will happen to the screen in that part. I mean, there, I don't know what what would happen, but maybe sort of the image quality gets worse over time, or you start seeing more dead this, pixels. But I then, think. 
a very quick counterpoint is that nowadays consumers change their electronics so fast. I mean, I'm probably uh, one of very few people who, who who are of this age and who live in a Western country who has a phone which is over five years old. So people change their consumer electronics are made to be consumed. So maybe that's not such a huge issue overall. I don't know. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Joanna, you you actually brought up a, a, a great point because you don't want to spend such money for a product that it may be broken very soon, <laughs> maybe broken very soon. So yeah, I don't know. I think Samsung can afford to probably risk to sell a product to actually to introduce a new product in the market. Yeah, and um. Like the huge leap they are doing. Uh, I see the technology behind it can be. I think it's very expensive also to build this this phone from their side. Well, I so, mean, it costs two thousand dollars, so for sure it's expensive. I mean, it's yeah, they're but, selling you two but, phones. In a way. Yeah, but that doesn't reflect necessarily how much it costs for the company to build it. So yeah, no, no of course the, you need to. Figured out all the how much is cost of this technology of you know the foldable screen and then yeah, the... it has two batteries or four milli something something ampere. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that they they will use the the latest Snapdragon. So I think this is actually a very expensive build. Uh, if you know you have a mechanical part. And you know you fold it and unfold it every day for say one year. What's gonna happen? How's gonna yeah. work? Yeah, it's uh, the hinge is kind of a. Uh, they show a little bit like how it it is inside and looks extremely complicated. So probably they really over-engineer the thing to last as much as possible, longer than I, I would say what they expect people to. Uh, want this phone to work for because it's first all the people that are buying it now they are they know they are first adopters it's not that they are going to complain in two years it's like I'm a, my first generation foldable phone is so much worse than the one we have now that <laughs> when you buy the first product you just you know what you're buying buying an old product before it comes even out but I, I'm pretty sure that the screen I mean it is OLED and OLED they I mean, they're basically flexible by themselves. It's they don't really suffer how you bend them because the bending at that the the, the thinness of the OLED really uh, let's say active part of the screen is so thin compared to really how you bend it that you're not really bending the individual pixels. Mm. You're mostly bending the substrate, and that is probably what took so long to have foldable screens because you had curved screens since so many years and it's basically yeah. the same thing. You just need to do it more and more. So that's, that's plastic substrate instead of a glass substrate. And for sure that every time you have organic on top over inorganic, anything it's, it's worse in the, how long it's going to last kind of yeah, time wise, maybe not as a, it's probably a very good screen, but of course it's going to last less than 
a traditional LCD screen, mm. on glass substrate, on everything that is established from before. One sort of uh, one one issue that I overall have with um, with touch screens, with with all the other issues that they have, but one issue particularly is that I find it difficult to hold you know the these touch screen things because you can never hold them like, like you you can't sort of uh, just grab them you have to hold them in a particular way because you're the entire uh, entire side of them is is uh, interactable so for example this product i don't know how how would you comfortably hold it i mean is it because it's less rigid than than say uh, ipad or uh, or and any sort of tablet computer because obviously because it has a hinge in the or a seam in the middle so i don't know how comfortable would it be hold to hold this uh does it get sort of um does it loosen in the like uh as time goes on or does it become sort of flappy uh or overall i i find it's it's not a solved problem usability wise at least not for me to to actually hold this kind of, I mean, even even normal phones, because the entire screen is is interactable. Then you you only can hold it from from the sides or the back or the bottom. Yeah, the, I mean, I'm really curious to actually go to the Samsung phone uh, phone Samsung shop in Helsinki. Hopefully, they are gonna have this at some point, and I really want to see it by myself because it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. To say I mean, least. I, for sure I'm not gonna buy something like this so many years inside I have a phone that I'm gonna wait that it dies and I pay 200 euro for it so 2000 hmm. <laughs> well you know it depends if you're like a hardcore yeah yeah uh, exactly that's the whole point lover <laughs> yeah <tech> lover <laughs> it depends I mean I also I like to have like the latest technology on my pocket but uh i'm still i wouldn't buy this phone right away i would probably mainly okay it's very expensive but secondly i don't know probably it's, this is too much for me. but i i appreciate the technology behind it so i know samsung is one of the biggest company who put research money manufacturing in uh in a monitor screens, OLED, AMOLED, all sort of LED. Uh, so I'm anyway interested. I would like to see in my hands how it works. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Also, in, on a software side, because then you have this app that moves to, from one screen to the other screen, and it needs to be instant if you really. If ah, yeah, sure. Cool, because mm. that's, then if you break the app, and it's like, oh, what the fuck is this? Now it's completely broken and. It's, yeah, it needs, it needs to experience must be smoothless. But yeah, but it's not gonna be ever for the first one. Like so many apps that don't really know what is going on. That's probably why they use the octa-core Snapdragon eight yeah. five. They probably brute force a lot of things at the that, at the beginning. I would imagine. That chip, that Cortex is actually pretty interesting. It's like seven nanometers thin fed production manufacturing. So. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, and there's the cat that is eating the cable of my headphones. 
<laughs> one one thing that I sort of find somehow perverted is that this thing is is called by the same name as those uh, first things, which were the thing that you can speak into and then listen from the from the one thing, and with this mechanical miracle, you could communicate to someone. So I'm saying that I find it interesting or perverted that this thing is still called a phone, although it's... it's <laughs> yeah. There, there is, hey, it's there is nothing, there is almost nothing in it which in any way resembles anything that was the phone originally. I mean, you can still talk to it, but I mean, even the technology it, does, it uses is, is completely different. It just has sort of the, that same function which nobody probably uses anymore. Yeah, the basic the basic calling is like this normal call. Yeah, so <laughs> I just find it fun that that you know because this this sound sort of sounded weird in my ear when when you said like I would not buy this phone. Yeah, like, is, is that even a phone? And yes, they actually market it as a phone, but but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it, it's just the same thing you had before, like uh, the old Nokia thirty three ten plus your old computer plus your screen and they're all in this small thingy that's, yeah, that, that's another, another, another even industry. more yeah <laughs> all the sensor he has yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly plus accelerometer pressure yeah. reader GPS. it has so much stuff inside there that i mean I that know. that that's an actually an interesting sort of point because when I, I haven't thought about this long, but quickly I can't come up with anything else, which is uh, so completely different from its sort of let's call it the original uh, thing. So, for example, if you speak about you know computers, well, computers in the old days they used to be huge blocks of of hardware, but you still used. Uh, relatively similar keyboard and relatively similar uh, screen to actually interact with them. So basically you do the same thing as you do nowadays. It's just sort of gotten better and faster and so on, but it's the similar. Same thing for cars. They have gotten better, but they still look, you can very easily see, okay, well, it has four wheels. It's, uh, you know, it has a steering wheel and and places to sit on and, and some sort of chassis or uh, or a cover. So it looks, even though new cars nowadays can be shaped completely differently from, from the earlier Ford T models or whatever, which were basically horse carriages, they are still obviously all cars. Um, but the so, car is a horse carriage, it's the same thing. It's just the engine well, is the horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, in that sense, yeah, that they are, they are obviously the same thing. But when you look at this phone or even any sort of modern, any phone from the last five years, 10 years, and you compare it to the first phones, no one who actually knew what they were would, would never in, in any sort of possible way understand that they are, you know, the same thing. Yeah, that is true. Because you went from an actual physical keyboard and then you don't even have the same type of input somehow. Yeah, and I mean, even the earlier ones didn't even have any input. They just had the horn you speak to and the horn you listen to. Ah, yeah, okay, in that sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, the two glasses with the cable. Yeah, so I mean, that's interesting that 
it's still still called a phone and it's still sort of conceptually the same thing but it's still so much more i think it should be called something else but but you know so that people get confused yeah yeah that's how language evolves i well. guess i guess you need to relate it to something that consumer knows what you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah of course i mean especially I, in, te in technology industry and market it's very difficult you know to to sell new products without being too much you know technical and if you get too much technical people get confused they don't know what they're buying so they want to be probably feel more comfortable say okay this is a phone I can call mom if i need to and yeah. i can surf into or play games yeah actually, do basically everything Almost. It would be interesting to see how developers could, you know, develop games in like a foldable screen. Yeah, yeah, actually. In a device where you can you know, have multiple screens, you know. That's a, that's an interesting idea to have a game that's designed for for this this kind of for example like uh Nintendo Switch and Nintendo yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had these games that were uh, designed for that. Uh, user interface there. I think you're speaking about the DS with the two screens. Well, I mean, yeah, that that's actually that as well. Yeah, although I'm not sure if that was a huge hit or not. But... Well, yeah, I mean, everything Nintendo does beside the Wii U sold like shit tons of million of units somehow. <laughs> yeah, but uh, going very quickly back to uh, the history and and sort of how phones have developed that actually I just had this idea. This is actually a very nice sort of way of visualizing or thinking about or seeing it actually in the world, in, in action, uh, incremental changes. So basically evolution, because, because like, like, um, in evolution, how, how can, um, how, how was the argument? How can a bird become, uh, how can a bird be born from a crocodile or something like this. Not the uh, argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah, argument in, in quotes. Basically, yeah. how, how can humans come from monkeys? That doesn't make sense. We're completely different. Well, how can this thing come come from the thing where you only have two horns, which you speak and, and uh, listen to? Well, obviously, that sounds ridiculous to just say it like that. But if you trace all the intermediary steps, then it actually becomes quite obvious that it's it's not difficult in any of those little steps to understand well okay this is very this is the same thing as the one before but it just has this one thing more and once you do this for for the past 100 years or i don't know 200 years 300 years i i don't actually know how long how long ago the phone was invented like i don't know 150 years ago something like this whatever yeah. um as you go through all of the uh, incremental steps it's very easy to see the actual evolution of the phone and then you you can convince yourself that well okay this thing actually evolved from that completely different thing yeah if you think about this everything about everything is based on iteration like yeah everything like nature how it works and you iterate until you find a better way and then you continue with a better way and it's not always the best way but it's one of the good way yeah 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 although Although it's like consumer markets say what is surviving nowadays. Yeah, yeah, but that's uh, somehow it's the but evolution of the market. 
yeah, that's I mean, your so point. It's Technology obviously... integrating different systems. Yeah, the, it can it, it goes through steps. It's indeed yeah. as and, a, like I mean, a natural. I mean, uh, even even though sort of in this case the um, sort of the evolution is, uh, or or let's say that the manufacturers. The the ones who are creating the new models are are they they know sort of what they are doing and they are yeah. making actual decisions, but that doesn't change the main idea that there is sort of this pressure, which in this case is market pressure. We need to make these kind of things because people will buy it. That is the sort of so if if you actually just view the people who make these decisions as as agents or or you know manufacturers then they evolve as well because they the pressure yeah. actually evolves these people these uh agents who are creating the product and then the product is is the you know the the product of of the evolvement of these people who are um i don't know yeah. I don't, it's, just, it's just the motivation is different basically it's just the same yeah. idea with a different motivation i mean the nature wants to have i don't know better babies and uh, and technology or well, i don't know the company or in the way it's done now they just want to have more money and science wants to have better knowledge and everything keeps going yeah. it's it's the same when you have children you want them to be better than you so it's you iterate on what you did in your life and teach them to do better than you and it's kind of yeah. that that's the idea then it's always the opposite so we are going to shit but I mean, I, I've seen uh, Idiocracy not long ago, so good movie, by the way. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? I, I think I saw it like when it actually came, so maybe 10 years ago. All right. Then, yeah. Every time you've seen it for a bit of a, a while, you have no hope in your mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's stop here. <laughs> <laughs> Also, because we are almost at the Nicola commute time. So if you want yeah. to listen to this again at some point when you come home from work. Yeah, yeah, correct. All right. This was actually nice to to have this milestone. And we are going to have, hopefully, if we keep it up, it's only 10 episodes. So by the summer, we should be at 52 episodes. That is, that is when I consider one year of podcast because one year of doing the podcast, it's different from one year of actual podcast. So yeah, two episodes Indeed. It's, uh, right here. And I'm pretty sure we are going to get there. Then we will see what's, how it's going to continue. And hopefully we... How this will evolve with iterations. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We are iterating <laughs> yeah. on, on this and then see and try to get more guests. And uh, well, we should also revisit the uh, older Mm-hmm. because every time we have someone coming to speak like the last week we find so many things that we should speak around that and then we actually never do so we probably need to really go back and check what we need to go deeper but for now thanks for listening this far thanks uh, for this. yeah for this we we are doing this uh, tradition now that we do an hashtag at the end of the podcast Oh yeah, it's Nicola's turn now. Yeah, you have to invent the, the hashtag of this episode so people can tweet it at stg underscore podcast. Uh, 
they tweeted us with, with the hashtag so we know that they got to the end of the podcast. All right, Dave. I would say hashtag uh, evolution. See how things evolve. All right. Like our, like our podcast. Yes. All right. So hashtag evolution. Go to Twitter, tweet at us. Uh, and also, nobody ever does, but come there, speak with us, tell us what you think about the podcast, if you have some topic that you want, or if you think you're cool enough and you want to speak about something you know, and come here to speak with us. Yep, yep. That would, that would be cool. Anyway, for now, have a nice evening, night, morning, day, whenever you listen to this. Bye-bye. Bye. bye bye